As many of you know, I, your host, am a firearms instructor, and I run all of my firearms training business through shootingclasses.com because it simply doesn't make sense to try to do it all myself. With automated roster creation when students sign up, payment processing and automated emailing to your students reminding them of the class date and time, it simply doesn't make sense to try to do all of that by yourself. Get signed up with shootingclasses.com today and take a big load off yourself. Shootingclasses.com Counter-Strike Tactical is the best little gun store in Melbourne and proud sponsors of the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. Visit us at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and see the custom AR builds by Anthony Vallejo, owner and combat veteran, plus go-to weapons brand rifles, AR-15, AK-47s, handguns, ammo, tactical rifle accessories, and more. Anthony also offers laser engraving and serifoam. So stop in at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and visit the best little gun store in Melbourne. Or call 321-499-4949 and tell Anthony that Roy sent you. Locked and loaded on Shooting Straight Radio. And class is in session at Second Amendment University. I am Royce, your host and professor emeritus of Second Amendment studies and a veritable super spreader of constitutional propriety. You can catch this program at ShootingStraightRadio.com where all of the episodes are auto-loaded there from iHeartRadio. You can also email me there, Royce at ShootingStraightRadio.com. Also, don't forget, Rocker and the Redneck with me and Rod. Rock and Rod, you've heard him on the program. We started a new podcast called Rocker and the Redneck. Uh, I'll tell you right now, if you're easily offended, probably not the best show for you because we call things as we see them, and we don't care if you disagree. Uh, probably because we're both, you know very uh uh happy about the fact that we have been divorced from public opinion for a long long time 
Don't forget the Voice of the Blue podcast. Also, you can catch your weekly episodes at Voice of the Blue at uh, buzzsprout.com. Let's get right into things because, man, things are moving fast and these communists don't like wasting any time or letting any grass grow under their feet. And they are uh, once again assaulting the entire industry, the gun industry, the firearms manufacturers, the retailers, the distributors at all at all. Um, They are attacking them with libelous, slanderous accusation. They're also attacking litigiously and totally just ignoring a federal law in place called the PLCAA, which you've heard referenced on this program many times. Now, first of all, let me just back up a little bit to January. I'm sorry, July of 2021, July of 2021. I remember this and I had to Google it and find it uh, about Chucky, the communist Schumer bragging about how he and Biden uh, are reshaping the federal courts and putting liberal judges into where they want them into key places because that is what they're going to do. They're going to try first to use litigious means. They're going to try to use uh, legislative means. And they're going to need judges in these positions to uphold their aims and their designs for stripping the American public of their arms. So, When you start hearing them brag about that kind of thing, you know something's up, okay? Uh, Matter of fact, an article by Carmine Sabia, uh, it said, in the first six months of the Biden administration, eight federal judges have been confirmed. The first time that has happened in more than five decades, and that was from uh, an article by Carmine Sabia from the Daily Wire. Um, By contrast, Presidents Donald Trump and George H.W. Bush had each appointed four in that time frame, and George W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, and Obama had not appointed any. So, they're setting things up in their favor. Know that for a fact. And then you have the propagandists out there, like an article I read recently that I'm not about to spend the time to go through right now because it's too long, and there's so much crap in it. By the time I get down on the other side of it, I'll be stinking. But this is an article written by Jonathan Lowy, L-O-W-Y, and Luis G. Moreno. Uh, Moreno's name might ring a bell to you. He's been involved in uh, anti-Second Amendment activities for a long time, uh, even when he was deputy chief of, uh, uh, of mission and acting ambassador for the United States in Haiti. He was making anti-gun comments, okay, uh, anti-Second Amendment comments. Now, they wrote this article claiming that American gun manufacturers are fueling this humanitarian crisis of violence and gun violence in Haiti, and they start making the claim that, therefore, all the gun manufacturers should pay a price for this, and they should be sued into oblivion, they should be shut down, uh, and once again, we all know exactly why they want to do that. Now, I want to point out something here. I've told you before, there is a direct link between the propagandists and also the communists in the Biden administration. And Luis G. Moreno, I believe, is a Bolshevik, just like Chucky Schumer and the rest of them. And Jonathan Lowy, I believe uh, he is a flaming, flaming communist, uh, just after having read his idiotic article. And these birds of a feather, they flock together. 
And there is, and it's being exposed now in the ranks of Twitter, where the federal government was involved with the, what should I say, the big tech platforms and the propaganda machine that Twitter once was and that Facebook still is. So there's a big information blitz and a big legislative blitz and a big blitz of slander going on against the gun community and against gun rights, which, by the way, I'm sick of the term gun rights. I don't fight for the rights for my guns. I fight for the rights for me and my sons and my friends and my fellow countrymen. Okay, but here's an article by Chris Pandolfo. Buffalo, but the city of Buffalo, New York, that suffered that terrible tragedy when that racist scumbag walked into a grocery store or whatever kind of store it was and began to target black Americans. Um, Too bad there wasn't a few of them black Americans there with loaded handguns on their person and the the knowledge and uh, what should I say, the capacity to use them. That would have been perfect, perfect poetic justice to have that turned back around on that scumbag. But Buffalo is now, and they have announced the first of its kind lawsuit against gun manufacturers. And that's kind of laugh. That's, that's laughable. It's not the first of its kind. There've been plenty of lawsuits against the gun industry going all the way back to the Clinton years. Uh, as a matter of fact, he threatened bankruptcy against the gun manufacturers and the industry even back then. So this is really not an old trick, all right? But here's the article as we go through that. Pay attention on purpose. The city of Buffalo, New York, has filed a first-of-its-kind lawsuit targeting firearms manufacturers, blaming the industry for rising gun violence despite New York's strict gun control regime. By the way, if you listen very closely, the first sentence speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blaming the industry for the rising gun violence. Okay, well, how could that be? Especially with all the new restrictions levied against guns, gun owners, and the right to keep and bear arms. Um, strict control of the right to keep and bear arms by the lawful citizenry is actually their aim. And uh, simultaneously, very little control of the actual criminals themselves. Those two points you can read in that first sentence very nicely. Mayor Byron Brown on Tuesday announced the wide-ranging lawsuit would be filed against manufacturers, distributors, and other local gun shops. Uh, Major manufacturers, including Beretta, Smith & Wesson, Bushmaster, Glock, and Remington, are named as defendants in the suit, as well as ghost gun retailers, Polymer 80, and Arm and Ally. Really? Ghost gun manufacturers? Ghost gun retailers? Oh, there's that evil word, ghost gun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Brown said, members of our community have suffered too much and for too long from gun violence. We must do everything we can to decrease gun violence. Well, how about actually allowing your citizenry to defend themselves against those wielding the gun violence there, Mayor? No, we couldn't do that, could we? Enabling the possession of illegal guns destroys lives and deeply affects our neighborhoods, especially in black and brown communities. All right, well, how has the gun industry in any way, shape, or form enabled the possession of illegal guns that destroy lives and deeply affect your neighborhoods? 
feel free to go ahead and, you know, comment on that. Uh, I'm sure I'll never get a response to my email that I sent you either, will I, Mr. Brown? Said the lawsuit comes seven months after a racist gunman killed 10 black people and wounded three others in a shooting massacre at a Buffalo supermarket. Okay. Very plainly, this was a racist gunman who had a thing against black Americans and decided he wanted to kill a few of them. But now suddenly, that is the catalyst for all people of New York to suffer the loss of their rights because of the actions of a single criminal. Uh Uh-huh. Police said the 18-year-old suspect used a legally purchased rifle to carry out the deadly shooting. Okay, Well, did any of the named defendants in this suit knowingly sell or transfer his gun or guns to that piece of crap and knowing full well what he was capable of? Good good luck proving that. Yeah. So the shocking violence spurred Democrats into action. I like, oh, my word. You couldn't. You guys couldn't be. Really? Let me translate that for you. Democrat communists recognized an opportunity to exploit a tragedy for political gain, and they leaped into action while the blood of the victims was still warm on the ground. There, I fixed it for you. And Governor Kathy Hochul, in June 2022, signed a sweeping, controversial package of 10 gun control laws that increased licensing requirements to buy rifles, strengthened the state's red flag law, and closed loopholes by expanding the definition of a regulated firearm, among other measures. Bull crap. Anyone with the memory capacity of Joe Biden knows that those laws were passed as a counter-assault against the Bruin decision, but nice try. Buffalo officials insisted their actions Tuesday were not meant to prevent legal gun ownership. Oh, oh, yeah, of course not. No, you have nothing but good intentions, I know. And the, the, the road to hell leads through New York. Yeah, and it's paved with all of your alleged good intentions. Yeah, and we know how much we can trust totalitarian politicians to speak the truth and that they really do just care. They're very benevolent. They really do want to protect the public. Bullcrap. This is exactly what their true designs are, and that is to infringe legal gun ownership in any way that they can. They, of course, are whitewashing their intentions with their false statements. Why? Because that's what they do. How, do you, how can you tell when a Democrat communist is lying? Their lips are moving. That's right. He said the city of Buffalo is not going to let these gun industry members continue to flood our city with illegally possessed guns. They are? Feel free to explain how these gun industry members that you're attempting to sue, Beretta, Smith & Wesson, Bushmaster, Glock, Remington, Polymer 80, and Ally, are flooding your city with illegally possessed guns when they don't traffic in illegally possessed guns. I think you've got them confused with the ATF. Yeah, I went there and I'll do it again. How? How do you make the connection between lawful manufacturers, lawful retailers, lawful distributors following to the letter the most stringent of regulations in the industry and then say it's their fault that bad people are somehow getting their hands on guns and killing each other and other innocent people with them? 
He said, we must hold them accountable. Accountable for what? We have been following the public nuisance law in New York and we'll be considering additional defendants and causes of action as we get into discovery, Corporation Counsel Kevet Chambers said. Gun rights activists slammed the quote-unquote junk lawsuit and accused politicians of blaming the gun industry for their failed efforts to combat violent criminals. Well, that is pretty much what's going on. Anybody, again, with the brain of a cabbage could see that. In May, a federal district court in New York upheld the state's public nuisance law, which enables the attorney general or city corporation council to sue gun manufacturers over harms caused by the weapons they produce. The New York state law states that no gun industry member shall knowingly or recklessly create maintain, or contribute to a condition in New York that endangers the safety or health of the public through the sale, manufacture, importing, or marketing of a qualified product. Wow, why is this only aimed at the gun industry? Yeah, I know that was a rhetorical question. You knew it too. Well, good luck getting that past the PLCAA, which is a federal law designed to protect constitutional rights, and just because a state decides to pass one to counter it doesn't mean it's going to cancel it out. I mean, this is, the, this is audacity at its finest, but one thing I will say about communists, they are some of the most audacious criminals on the planet. He's, he said, we have state public nuisance laws that we are empowered to enforce, and I intend on doing all that I can as mayor to protect people and prevent the loss of lives resulting from gun violence. Oh, you sanctimonious saint, you. He said, the conduct of certain gun manufacturers has unreasonably interfered with the public's right to use open space free from fear. No, no, the gun industry has done no such thing, Mr. Brown. Lax enforcement of violent criminals and the laws against their actions is solely responsible. And I'm including the criminal actions of legislators there in New York who have illegally passed illegal, illegal laws that illegally infringe the Second and Fourteenth Amendment rights of the people of the state of New York. I want you to dwell on this question as we go into the break. Why is this law only aimed at gun industry members? You ponder that and we'll be right back with more Shooting Straight on, yes, on your favorite podcast platform, anywhere that may be around the world. Be right back. Life has a way of throwing unforeseen events and new opportunities our way. At Glover Orndorff and Flanagan Wealth Management, they are dedicated to putting your interests first with a truly personalized approach. They are there to bring confidence to your investment planning choices. Whether you need income production for retirement, 401k guidance, long-term investments, or other financial planning needs, they'll focus on the establishment of a plan tailored to your life's priorities. For more information, call Glover Orndorff and Flanagan, LLC, 321-344-1200. 321-344-1202. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC, Glover, Orndorff & Flanagan, LLC is a separate entity from Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network. Sicario's Gun Shop buy, sell, or trade firearms 
Purchase Class 3 NFA items, custom builds, gunsmithing and cleaning, Liberty Gun Safes. Sicario's Gun Shop fully supports our military and law enforcement. Visit online at sicariosgunshop.com or in person at 5325 North Wickham Road, Suite 105 in Melbourne, Florida. Sicario's, where you come first for your second. WJS Guns in North Merritt Island is where you need to go for all of your outdoor needs. Firearms, ammunition, accessories, holsters, body armor, fishing tackle, and much more. WJS Guns also offers blue label pricing for law enforcement officers on multiple firearms brands. And above all, WJS Guns offers friendly, exceptional service to everyone, especially to ladies and first-time gun buyers. For more information, check them out at WJSGuns.com and tell them Royce sent you. Welcome back to Shooting Straight Radio, also known as Second Amendment University. And huge thank yous to the sponsors of this program. You guys rock. I can I sincerely appreciate you. Uh, another round of thanks go out to all the leaders of their respective uh, listener retention squads, like Captain Sinners in Kentucky and Mr. Spall, Sergeant Spalding, I'm sorry, up in Indiana, not to mention Captain Rob Farrell, the plank owner of the first ever listener retention squad for shooting straight. I appreciate you guys. I really appreciate the constant feedback also and the encouragement. So we're looking at these lawsuits that are being aimed at the gun industry. Once again, they're hoping they can circumvent a federal law that uh, protects the lawful commerce and arms, uh, the PLCAA. Uh, again, though, if, if, if their real purpose is to uh, make the people feel safe from fear uh, using public spaces, why are you only aiming this at the gun industry members? Why not make it more broad to cover any person, any institution, or any industry that, quote, unreasonably interferes with the public's right to use open space free from fear? Oh, probably because the municipal and state governments, as well as attorneys general of New York and New York City, would be so buried in lawsuits for their knowing and reckless creation, maintenance, and contribution to a condition in New York that endangers the safety or health of the public, as they put it. They know it as well as you do. Now, remember I said this before, birds of a feather flock together. And when one person gets an idea, one communist gets an idea, it seems that other communists go, hey, that's a good idea too. I think it's actually more, uh, what should I say, uh, coordinated than that. I really do. I think it's more coordinated than we think. We already know there's a correlation between the media, the propaganda wing of the Democrat Communist Party, and also communists up in the higher echelons of government. But also, we know that, um, that there is a correlation here because when one state does something, other states got, seem to jump on that bandwagon always right on the heels of the first action. Now, this is, you know, this is a, a typical tactic of warfare. You don't hit them in one place. You hit them in multiple areas. You overwhelm them. You confuse them. And one of the assaults that they're bringing against the gun industry has always been financial. They've done it for a long time. 
uh, again, go all the way back to the Clinton days when they were uh, threatening to bankrupt the gun industry in court. These lawsuits against the gun industry are literally about bankrupting it. Even if it doesn't go, even if they don't win, even if the, the communists don't win the suit, it's still about attacking them financially. Because now Rochester, New York, has also filed a suit against the exact same group of gun industry members. What a coincidence. Oh, but there's another state doing that too, and I'll tell you more about them in just a second. But first, these lawsuits are about bankrupting the industry, the manufacturers, the distributors, and the retailers. Because if they're always having to defend themselves against spurious charges, and they're dragged out, and these suits are always dragged out, trying to fatigue the the uh, the other party. Uh, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen here. They're going to go through a probably a two-year discovery phase. It's going to sap their financial reserves, and we're going to end up having to create a GoFundMe page for just about every manufacturer out there. And yes, I'll be one of the people donating to it. Now, here's the thing: I've been I did a little research. The state of New York is not required to allow attorneys from other states to practice there within the confines of New York. So it's solely at the discretion of the court presiding the case. Uh, I've got a feeling that that's going to come into play and the gun industry is going to be told by the judge, of course, that no, you must use a firm here within the state of New York. Well, What's, what's so bad about that, Royce? Well, for one, New York is not really friendly to your constitutionally protected rights. They're not real friendly towards the gun industry. And not only that, they are bloody expensive when it comes to attorneys. The average hourly rate of a corporate attorney firm in New York, $500 an hour. Average that to about 50 hours weekly, and you've got a $25,000 a week or $108,250 monthly or $1.3 million per year just to use attorneys' services to defend themselves against a suit that should never have been allowed to be filed in the first place. Now, you multiply that times the number of states bringing these lawsuits, and yes, expect more to pile on, and you've got a pretty hefty legal bill. If, it, if they drag it out long enough, the gun industry might have to tap out because they're running out of reserves financially. Then what happens? Settlement. And then those that brought the suit don't have to pay their attorney's fees for this fraudulent litigation. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, article by Dave Workman out of Ammo Land. War on Washington gun owners, Governor announces 2023 agenda. Evergreen state gun owners are on high alert as the full impact of legislative proposals announced Monday by Governor Jay Inslee and fellow Democrat Attorney General Bob Ferguson are sinking in. Now, you tell me if any of the following crap sounds familiar or smells familiar, for that matter, at all. They are proposing legislation to require permits to purchase firearms. Gee, where'd they get that idea? Oh, yeah, their next door neighbor, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, an Oregon got it from Illinois. A ban on so-called assault weapons 
and lawsuits against firearms manufacturers for crimes committed with guns they made. Oh, really? Gee, who do you think is going to jump on next? Oh, don't forget that ambulance-chasing attorney out of California. He's already brought suit against gun manufacturers and uh, the city of Uvalde and the retailer that transferred the weapon to the murderous little piece of crap uh, that, that did the dirty deed. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. They're going to try to litigate them into the poorhouse. If they get to where they're strapped financially and cannot have paid, they cannot afford to pay their attorneys anymore. What do you think is going to happen? I absolutely guarantee you that the attorneys general bringing these suits are going to be heavily funded by the likes of Mikey Bloomberg and George Soros with deep, deep pockets. People, it may fall to us to help fund the fight against these lawsuits, if we want to defend our right, then I do believe we need to bring lawsuits against every litigant that filed suit against the gun industry. No matter if it's a mayor, a governor, I don't care who you are, you need to be sued into the poorhouse. Matter of fact, you should be jailed for treason. So, so how should I put this? What happens then? Let's ask this rhetorical question in closing. What happens if suddenly all this stuff falls into place and these people win these lawsuits against the gun industry or happen to uh, bankrupt them or whatever the case may be, and maybe an assault weapons ban gets passed federally, which, you know, is very very well could happen. What happens when we finally get pushed to the point where we have to make a decision on whether or not we're going to hang on to our firearms or be prepared to use them to defend ourselves and our rights literally against our own government? Because here's the mistake all of these litigants make. All of the Chucky Schumers and all of the other flaming Democrat communists up there on Capitol Hill, including the one that drools on himself at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Here's the problem for all of the propagandists who believe that they can reason our rights away and convince us to, that we're the problem and that if we would simply disarm ourselves, then gun violence would magically dissipate into the air like a morning fog in Florida. What happens when we all simply say no? Because your mistake, all of you out there that are trying to take our rights and, and infringe them to the max, your mistake is thinking we'll simply comply <clears throat> under the threat of criminal prosecution. You don't know us very well at all. Article by Cam Edwards, I'm going to briefly, briefly, briefly reference as we go out. Gun ban opponents predict civil disobedience. You got that right. Civil disobedience, you better believe it. You come and try to take us and put us in jail for possessing things that are our birthright, for freely exercising the rights we were born with, blaming us for the criminal violence that you all helped exacerbate and spread and foment. You don't know us very well at all.
go ahead, pass all the laws you want. What are you going to do when we say no? Oh, you want to you talk tough and talk about we're going to start kicking doors in and taking guns? You don't have enough people to do that. You people really don't understand the hornet's nest you're kicking. You think that we think like you think, and that's your problem. You are about to poke the bear. You better unscrew yourselves. You better back off because you are treading in dangerous territory. And you better heed the words of, I don't remember who it was, but an ancient figure who said, beware the fury of patient men. We've been patient for a long time and your shenanigans are getting worse and worse. And just like the criminals that you embolden with your laxness, we've been lax against you. So maybe we'll take some of the responsibility, but your responsibility, especially if you're in a leadership position as an elected official, your responsibility is to know, to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States and not attack it at every waking moment. So again, I say you better unscrew yourselves. To the rest of us, to my listeners, thank you very much for hanging with me on this edition of Shooting Straight. I'll be back on the next within a couple of days, and I'll, of course, you'll know when it's up. If you have the automatic notifications in uh, iHeart or Spotify or Apple or any of the other platforms, then you'll know when it's up. So don't forget Rocker and the Redneck and Voice of the Blue. Keep your head on a swivel. Keep your gun loaded. Keep in contact with your representatives, and never forget... Incoming rounds always have the right of way. Royce out. Second Amendment University, class dismissed.